0: What's happening, friends? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, I think Amy will be back tomorrow. We hope Amy will be back tomorrow. Um, so let's just go around the room here. One more all-dude version of what's the haps. Yeah. You can definitely tell too our show is all dudes. Because there are just certain things that Amy would be like, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we just go <laughs> but I on just with go it. Go with it anyway. Uh, so here we go. What's the Haps? Hey! Ay- hey, what's the haps? Ray do I'll start with you. You're in the glass room over there. What's the haps? Well, I had said that April 1st was when the people at Big Brother told me I would find something out from them if I was going to be on the show or not. Yeah, Ray had, back in the day, applied to Big Brother so many times. He would made it kind of far in auditions. We got the casting director here on the show. Still nothing. They didn't want you for the show for some reason, but you t- you contacted them again? Well, that was previous seasons. Every year, it's, there's good 13, 14 more people they're looking for, so here we go. Fresh new batch. Why not be me? But did you ever apply again? Yes. I oh. apply every year for 23 seasons. How do you apply? Go online. Do you send a video in? Uh, there is, yeah. It's a quick one, though. Back in the day, you did a VHS. Now, it's basically just a little selfie of yourself for 30 seconds. <laughs> Okay, and what what do you say on your 30-second video? What up? I'm Susan Raymundo. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live in the suburbs of Nashville, Tennessee. I best represent person that lives in the south. Bruh. Bro. You're a bruh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, April 1st came and April 1st has gone. What do they tell you? Well, I was DMing the guy and he told me, man, uh, dude, I'm telling you, we've getting a lot of comments from the B team. It was hundreds. Blasting these people Get P- Ray on there Put him on It'll be fun to watch So hopes were high April 1st came And mm. I was like Let's go yeah! This is not going well mm. And Yeah I heard nothing So I didn't make the show guys <laughs> oh, We man. can Yeah the bit's over <laughs> <laughs> You could tell it was going that way out. Huh? I mean I don't know How hundreds of comments Can't tell somebody You should put him On the show but yeah, the the dream's dead. I'll be back for season twenty four next year. So the dream's not dead. The this dream year it is, is postponed. Yeah, I I screwed up on season twenty three. Maybe I didn't have enough personality. They didn't like my selfie video. Who knows? But put this one to bed, boys and girls. We can't get this person on the air to talk. No, he won't. I already DM'd him and not doing that. Okay. Uh, th- thank you, Raymond. Yep. All right, what's the haps? Hey, what's the haps? Eddie, what's going on with you?
1: Uh, This weekend at my baseball, my kids' baseball game, um, I'm watching the game, sitting in the bleachers, and I hear a familiar voice. It's not like a real famous voice, but I've heard this voice before. And he starts talking about something. I look over, and guess who it was? It was Jay DeMarcus from Rascal Flats sitting right there. His son was playing against my son watching baseball. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is Nashville, Tennessee, sitting at a regular kids' baseball game. And there's a Rascal Flats dude right next to me. Do you want to talk to him? Nah, no, of course not. No. No, nah, he had sunglasses on, he had his mask on. And I just felt like if I start talking to him, then maybe people would be like, oh, look, you know, that is Rascal Flats guy. And I didn't want to, you know, he was enjoying his day. Good for you. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. Like when it, And I think Nashville's that kind of town where there's so many country artists going around that no one just even bothers them. So. Stars
0: are just like us.
1: Yes, but as soon as I saw him, I'm like, well, maybe Gary's here. Maybe Joe Don's here, but they weren't. He was by himself.
0: Well, their kids weren't playing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I figured they're Rascal Flats always hanging out together. What I would do is go, I wonder what car he drove. That would be the game I would Ooh, play. Ooh, I
1: didn't follow him to his car. Uh-huh. I should have. Yeah. And then follow him to his house, see where well, he lives.
0: Well, no, no, no. You just take a picture of his license plate, then you track his house. <laughs> That's what you've done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, what's the hat? Lunchbox. Well, my wife and I got
2: our second vaccine over the weekend, and I'm going to tell you what. My wife is the king. She played me because I think she looked up on Google symptoms you're going to have after your second vaccine because the next day. After your what? Excuse me? What? Your second vaccine. That's not what you said, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, whatever. We got our second vaccine, and the next day, Oh, I got the chills. I'm exhausted. I don't feel good. And she proceeded to take three naps, lay on the couch all day, and watch Law & Order SVU while I took care of the two kids all day long. And I felt nothing. My arm was less sore the second time than it was the first time. And so I'm wrangling kids, making food, making lunch, dinner, breakfast. And she, oh, I'm going to take another nap. You don't think she was really sick? Man, I... If I'm not feeling a thing and we
0: got the shot at the same time, come on now. But that's not true because I have friends who have gotten shots and some of them got really sick and some didn't feel anything at all. I think all our bodies are different and that's why it affects all of us differently.
2: I, I felt like she Googled, what am I going to feel after <laughs> the second vaccine? And she played it up because Law & Order brought one of the guys back. I, I, there's two main people and the one guy, and so she's like, I got to catch up. And she was like, this, I can use this as an excuse. So, yeah, I had to play dad all day by myself. Play dad. You are a dad. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> talking about? Yeah, that's what I mean. Nice. <laughs> all right. Hey. hey. What's the hat? I'm taking Kaylin to the beach this weekend. Yeah. We're going. I'm not a beach guy at all, but I, about July of last year, we said, okay, I know that she will travel on the road with me. And also work, and then, because she's just making a choice to spend time together, right? If not, I'm just gone the whole time. So she just slogs it with me wherever I go, whatever town I'm in. She gets on a plane, she goes, she works in crappy hotels, bad Wi-Fi. And I said, hey, once this is over, or we get close to it being over, we'll just go on a, a weekend getaway somewhere. You can pick wherever. So we're going to the beach this weekend.
2: Woo,
1: I can't believe you don't like the beach. Like, this is exciting. And you're just like, I got to go to the
0: beach. Well, I'm excited to go with her. I'm just not a beach guy. What do you do at the beach? Nothing. There's nothing to do. You don't make sandcastles or anything? I would play if there was like a game of volleyball or football or something. <laughs> with who? You and Caitlin? Exactly. <laughs> like, if it was all bros. I yeah. would, but I'll go and sit on the chair and read a little book, get sunburned. Uh-huh. All of that. you going to play on the waves? I, occasionally I walk out there But I'm, I am owe her this trip And I'm happy to do it I'm not even really done yet Idol's not over till the end of May But this is like The only weekend But We're going this weekend well, When she I talked
1: to her on Saturday She seemed really pumped about it So it Yeah awesome. she is
0: pumped So I'm pumped She's pumped I'm hum- pumped What lunchbox Eddie did you give them A suggestion what beach to go to No Uh uh No we're going Yeah we have a A friend is letting us borrow their place, so we're going to the beach there.
1: I I know where he's leaning towards. He's COVID Cove or whatever. That's what you want. Yeah. Yes, I know, and whatever.
0: Well, listen, anytime anyone's went to Florida, Eddie, (laughs) Hillary, Hillary, they've come back with COVID.
1: I don't think I got mine from Florida, but we can go ahead and say that.
0: I should be fully vaccinated. I have full vaccination at this point, but... It's not exactly two weeks from it.
1: Yeah, because you're supposed to rest afterwards. No,
0: you're supposed to wait two weeks till it fully kicks in. Right? But I feel pretty good. I'm about a half, I'm about a half week guy. Eh, let's yeah, let's risk it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, best. that's what's happening with me. What's happening, friends? It's at this time of the show. We reach into the mailbag and open it up.
3: You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah.
0: Good morning, Bobby Bones. I live in an apartment and my upstairs neighbors have small children. They are constantly running around, jumping off of things, stomping on the floor. It doesn't matter if it's 9 a.m. or 11 p.m. There is a noise from above. I've gotten past the baby crying, but my patience is running thin. Listen, I understand that kids don't get out as much with the pandemic. Our walls are thin. They are young. All that factors in. How do I ask them to keep the noise levels down while not making the situation between us worse? I've never met these neighbors because of the pandemic, and think it's fair to ask them before I go and complain to the office. Any suggestions that you have would be amazing. Thank you, Morgan.
1: Eddie, you want this one? Oh, I'll take it. I mean, first thing that came to my mind was grace, grace, grace. You have to give them grace. I have four kids of my own. I don't live in an apartment, thank goodness. But if I did, I feel like underneath this would be the same complaints. My kids run all day, and they jump on couches and jump off, jump on beds, and—, and And as much as I tell them to stop, they stop for about 30 minutes and then they start doing it again. So I would just say you got to give grace to that family. But at the same time, let them know because I don't think that that would be the first thing that would come to my mind. The people downstairs, oh my gosh, are they being bothered by this? So let them know and then after that, uh, hope that they just do something about it. The only thing the parents can really do, though, Bones, is say stop jumping up and down and stop running. But it's hard.
0: So your advice is to give grace. <laughs>
1: yes, you have to try to give grace
0: to that family. It's going to be tough. Okay, so I'm just going to piggyback off yours, and I don't have kids. I have lived under really noisy people. And if you haven't met them yet, I think you can get away with an anonymous note. Ooh. Taped to the door. It's just like, hey, we've had some complaints about your kids. Make it seem like it's going to management. Oh. Yeah. Sign it management? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just say, "Hey, we've had some complaints about your kids, you know, being extremely loud early in the morning and late at night. We really don't want to make an issue of this. We understand because the pandemic, kids are in a little more. If there's any way you could um, limit the jumping or loud noises, that would be great. Thank you very much. And I probably put like a five dollar Sonic gift card to the ooh, that's cool too. Tape to it, and tape it to the door. I would hope, first of all, they didn't see me come to the door. And just in case they had like a doorbell (laughs) cam, I'd wear a mask when I did it." You look like a burglar.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a good idea, though. But
0: I would tape it to the door with a little gift and be anonymous about it, even though it's you. But then they won't know who it is. They won't have. And if they disagree, they won't get mad at you. Hmm. So, grace and a kind message from an anonymous person with a gift <laughs> with a <the> mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. I think that's great. Thank you for the question, though. I, I did live under someone that had a Dance Dance Revolution game. And how did you deal with that? I took the broom and hit the ceiling. (laughs) Stop it! (laughs) Anytime they played Dance Dance Revolution after 9 p.m., I would get... You don't have... You're not supposed to have Dance Dance Revolution when you live in an apartment above somebody. That's still out. That's all it was. For those that don't know Dance Dance Revolution, these little stars are on the ground, and you just jump on the star. And it was all the time. And so I would take it and go, boom. But if it was at 4 p.m., fine. After 8 or 9... I would hit the ceiling and go, Can you shut up? And then I'd avoid eye contact all the time outside of the apartment. (laughs) Of course. So did
1: it it shut them up?
0: Not really. Maybe a little bit. I didn't do the anonymous note in a mask thing. (laughs) That came to you
1: later in life. It
0: came to me just now. (laughs) Yeah, just now. All right, thank you for the email. You can always email us. Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air.
2: Now
3: it's time
0: to close Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. You can always go to our Facebook page and give your opinion. You guys do not ever <laughs> <laughs> they do that. hesitate they're, they're to give that. your opinions over there. Uh, search for Bobby Bones Show on Facebook. There you go. Lunchbox sent three letters to three very famous celebrities, seeing if they'll send a picture signed back, right? Correct. This all started because a young kid sent Taylor Swift a letter and said, Hey, can I get like some merch? And Taylor sent her a bunch of merch. <laughs> we talked about all the letters we sent. Celebrities, we were kids. I sent Hulk Hogan one. Eddie sent... Cameron Crowe, director. Ray sent... Cal Ripken Jr. You sent... Troy Aikman. Right. Some of us got responses, some of us didn't. I think mine was probably fake. I don't think Hulk Hogan really wrote my, my postcard back, now that I think about it. So the three you've chosen were... Oprah, The Rock, and Carrie Underwood. And in the letter, you didn't send it as Lunchbox, the 39-year-old man.
2: Correct, because I thought they would just ignore it because a creepy old dude. So I wrote it as seven-year-old Greg, Amanda, and I forget the other
0: person's name. But he wrote him to like a three-year-old, but said he was seven. He's yeah, right. like, I like you
2: do when you movies. I like you on TV. I like to see you sing. I hope to be cool like you when I'm older. Eddie... You had a seven-year-old. I
0: had uh-huh. two of them at this point. Yeah,
1: and, and he writes really well. Like, they both write really well.
0: <laughs> Better than the way he
1: wrote the letters. So about a week ago,
0: he was going to mail the letters off. It turns out your wife never mailed the letters. Yeah, she said she would take them to the post office. Boom, never did it. Left them in her car. So what's the clip we have here? So
2: this is me going to the post office and letting the post office lady know, I need to make sure these are mailed and get to these celebrities because I am posing as a seven-year-old. Oh, you told her the whole story? Yeah.
0: You're posing? Okay. That's kind of weird.
2: But okay, here you go. I <laughs> guess, uh, ma'am, I need you to help me. I'm posing as a seven year old and sending letters to celebrities to see if they'll mail me something back. So okay. I need to make sure we mail those out.
3: Okay. Now, did you want to send it certified where they have
2: to sign for it? No, just regular mail. Okay, you
3: just need three stamps. That's it. Okay. Yeah. It.
2: And I'm hoping that, you know, I invited Oprah to my seven year old birthday party to see if she'll come. Okay, uh-huh.
3: that's sweet.
2: Does my handwriting look like a seven year old?
1: <laughs>
2: I wrote it left handed so I'd look like a seven year old. Oh,
1: you did that on purpose. Yep. Oh, okay. Why are you misleading me?
2: <laughs> well, because I figured they're not going to write back to a 39 year old gross man, you know. <laughs> Thank you so
0: much.
3: All right, dear. I'm going out for you. All right, wish me
2: luck. She thinks you are a weirdo.
1: For sure, she tells all her
0: friends afterwards. Right? I think first, too, she thought he was writing for his kid who's seven. <laughs> but he did say it was for me faking as a 7 year old yeah that's weird um, who do you think writes back first of the three if any of them do I would say if I were guessing here we'll all say on the count of three who we think Yeah, Pick, say one name first name ready One, two, three. 2, carry lunchbox says <laughs> The Rock, rock. Yeah. you go
2: first I think The Rock because if you look online he does cool things for a lot of people
0: and so I think he's in touch with his fans and I think The Rock will do something the reason that I say Carrie, and maybe you say Carrie too, is I think maybe her people end up hearing this and tracking the letter down and sending something back. But it's not from me. They'll never know. Why do you look at me like that? <laughs> I'm just saying. He, Lunchbox made big eyes like, it's not from me. That's
1: true, though. They won't know what
0: letter it right, is. Right, they won't know what letter it is. She probably really gets says. hundreds
2: of letters a day. I would imagine, right? Well, I mean. Where did you send the return address to? My house. My house. Because I didn't want them to know <laughs> Music Square West, that would just give it away. I'm like, oh, okay, we know who this is. So I put my home address.
0: <laughs> this
1: is interesting because they, yeah, they're not going to know who's like what letter it is.
0: Yeah, that's true. But but maybe they know it's a seven year old, and you said it's a seven year old, and they. Ah, uh, I'm still going with Carrie. Okay, well I got the rock. Uh, we'll check back Monday. We check back every Monday and see if we have any update on the letter. All right, thank you, Lunchbox. <laughs>
3: The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny.
2: Brian Kelly of Florida Georgia Line announced his debut EP as a solo artist. It's called BK's Wave Pack, and he's releasing it on April 13th. Tennessee lawmakers have passed a bill to make Dolly Parton's version of Amazing Grace the official state song. The bill was introduced in February and passed this week. Here's a clip of her version. Um. is premiering a new TV series tonight called The Circle Country Countdown. I'm one of the six panelists on it counting down different country pop culture things. Tonight's show is counting down country's top 10 males. The show airs every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on Circle TV. I'm Morgan number two. That's your Skinny.
0: It's time for the good news.
3: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: There was a story in the news, and we talked about it on the show a little bit. This stray dog named Sisu, he kept going to the Dollar General store. Door would open, he'd go in, and he'd go to the same unicorn. Tried to steal the same stuffed purple unicorn. (laughs) Over and over, he went in. So a, a story happened about it, and somebody went and just bought him that unicorn and then sent them both to a shelter. So he then had a place to stay. So it was all the news. It was hilarious. Well, now someone has adopted the dog and the unicorn.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And Sisu, the stray dog, and his unicorn now have a home. (laughs) That's great. Which is pretty cool, huh? (laughs) That's awesome. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. So what they did is they talked to a bunch of people, and they said, hey, can you tell the difference in a scream if it means somebody's experiencing joy or experiencing fear? hmm Most people can't tell the difference.
1: Really? Sounds easy enough.
0: Ray, how many screams do you have over there? Seven. Okay, let's see if we can identify if it's a joyful scream or a fear. Because I feel like I would nail this, too. Yeah, it sounds easy. Do you have the answers? Yep. Okay, I don't know the answers. Play me this first scream. (coughs) Either she's about to get stabbed or she won the pick six. (laughs) No, big difference. Hold on, play that again. (coughs) What do you think that is? She's terrified.
1: Something just surprised her. She's terrified. Spider on the floor. A snake. One more time.
0: That's got to be like a mouse or something, right? Something. That's I'm going. Freaking her out. I'm going fear. You're going fear. Fear. Ray, what is that one? That is a joy scream. What? what? Stop it. Do you know what she's happy about? I do not. There's no context. <laughs> a pregnancy announcement. A pregnancy announcement. Oh, oh, Mike knows. Okay. Okay. Play that again. Okay, wait. And it's a, it's a boy. You're pregnant. <laughs> that's a little too hard. Nah, man. She so went a little too hard at that. <laughs> I don't buy it. Okay, so we're wrong on that one. Play me another one. <laughs> huh. Sounds like Eller, my dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a celebration, right?
0: (laughs) Or an emu. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go scared again. I feel like all these are, like a mouse runs out. Are are you doing opposite of what you really think? Or you
1: you think really scared on that?
0: I think scared. One more time. (laughs) I'm going
1: scared. I don't know. I feel like Cinco de Drinco. She's celebrating.
0: Wow. What is that one, Ray? That is fear. Okay, what's what's she afraid of, Mike? Oh, a Halloween mask. Okay. Oh. All right, I'm up. Go, next one. Jeez Louise.
3: She Having was, a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Delivering a push. baby?
1: Come on, Nancy, push. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I hear a, chunk, a part of a laugh uh-huh, in there.
1: I heard that too. Do you hear like, ah? <laughs> yeah, it's right in the middle.
0: <laughs> or is that a cry? Well,
1: or she's trying to catch her breath because she's so scared. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one, man.
0: Okay, I'm going with I'm going with a joy. I'm going with joy. I go scared. Ray, it's joy. Bones. Now, what? What is that? Found out they were cancer free. Found out she was cancer free. Oh, wow, awesome. that should be a big scream. Yes. Hit it again.
3: Ah! Ah!
0: That's cool. All right, next up, number four. Ah! Okay. Ah! <laughs> is this a wrestler? I feel like I know this scream. <laughs>
1: What do you mean? Like it's someone you know screaming? Mike, is that a
0: is that a viral sound? Yep. It is. Yep. Okay. So like TikTok? Is it me? No. Okay. That feels vi- like
1: <laughs> It sounds like a wrestler like that feels ah, viral. I got you. It's got to be Joy. Yeah, it did not sound like
0: he's scared or anything. What is that one? Joy. Who's that? Howard Dean. Howard Dean when he was running for president. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Of course you'd remember that. Okay. Uh, well, Mike told me, but I do remember that, him <laughs> being on stage. All right, give me another one. Oh, that's scared, for sure.
1: But she's laughing at the end. Huh. You hear that little
0: laugh at the end? I'm I'm going, what did I say? I'm still going scared. What are you going? I'll go a little, little bit of joy there at the end. What's that one? That is fear. Correct, Bones. Hey, dude. Hiding behind a door. Behind a door? I'm good. In, did I get that one? Yeah. Yeah. How many? One more? Two left. Two left. Go ahead. <laughs> that's that's scary. Scary. Simple. <laughs> yeah. That's scared. Is that scared? Yep. Nice. What was she scared of? The <laughs> back seat. The back seat? Someone's hiding in the back oh, seat. Oh. Hiding, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at this, huh? Have I only missed one? Yeah. Yeah? Um, Okay. And give me one more. Wow! Wow! That's, first of all, he's in a staircase. Or a cave. Mm hmm. That's joy. It feels like a wahoo. I agree with you. Wow! Wow! He What's that one. That's joy. What happened there? That's Oh, TV show. <laughs> Eddie, I don't know that you did that no, good. No,
1: I didn't. I did the exact opposite of you. You did great.
0: <laughs> that's fun, huh? The they explained that early animal screams were caused by a predator attacking, noting that such sounds could startle a predator, and that's where screaming came from. You remember the screaming goat? Yeah. <laughs> Who forgets that? I do remember the screaming goat. <laughs> Let me run this scenario by all the guys here in the room. Let's say you're in your bedroom, and you see a little book laying there, and the book says, your wife's secret diary. Ooh. And it's written on there, all my secrets, and everything I feel about Eddie. Lunchboxer. <laughs> Never happened, but okay. But, but just we're <laughs> yes. making it as easy as possible. It's like, every everything I feel about Eddie that, him, that he doesn't know. Huh. And it's laying there, and she's gone. She went to the store. She got, oh, just for like an hour she or She didn't so. die, Eddie. She's, she's not gone, gone for like, the weekend? No, she's gone. To, would you read that diary 100 you would yes why i
1: want to know what's in that diary i mean it, on on it it says the biggest secret. yes and you know i don't want eddie to know right right that's what it says on yeah. the cover i have to read it but you know it's private and secret to her sure yeah but i still want to know what it is i mean i don't think any human that would tell you that's laying there with that being said on the top on the cover they're gonna read it it's just it's part of nature i wouldn't what I'd, I wouldn't read it. So, but your mind would start
0: thinking, like, "Oh, what's in there?" If it just said "Secret Diary of Caitlyn," all my thoughts are here. But you, you would just know if it was a diary, right? I wouldn't read that. Really? I don't want to know. That's her business, huh? And I don't think every thought you have means it happens in real life. I do want to know what
1: she's thinking. I think that I would want, I would already know what she's thinking first off, but you know, like, cause you know, we, we, we're around each other a lot, so we know these things, but I want to know in detail, like, what's she really
0: thinking? Lunchbox, if you saw your wife's secret diary and it's sitting there ready to be opened, would you read it? Oh, 100%. You would? Absolutely. See, he's being honest. Look, I'm being I'm real, being honest too. I have it, no interest in what. It's not for
2: me. Listen, when it says, oh, all my feelings about Lunchbox, how I feel about <laughs> Lunchbox, I want to know, like, on March 23rd, did she think about, oh, I could kill him or. You know, you want to know what she's thinking. That way, when she says something, be like, that's not really what you're thinking. You can bust her on things because she lies about her feelings. And you really want to know if she's mad about something, if she's hiding something. 100% open
0: that sucker up, go in the restroom, lock the door, read it. <laughs> what? Oh, boom. Raimundo, your wife, she has it out. Would you read it? Yeah, well, I would say no, 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 I'm not going to read it, but I already know that I would because it's happened to me before, not with my current wife, but your other wife? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there used to be a website called Live Journal, and I just found out that my ex-girlfriend back in the day had a live journal. I went online for two days straight and read every one of her journals. Boom. But was that private? It was. Well, she put it on there, and then one of her friends told me that she had this journal, and that's how I found out that she liked another guy. Oh, see? see? boy, what were you, 14? In high school. But I mean, okay, it was still so a journal, 14. and I read yeah. every page. So to say that I wouldn't, I, I know that I would. You three would violate the privacy of your woman. 100%. For no. the selfish needs. 100%. Curiosity. 100%. Selfish curiosity. Oh. I just wouldn't. You wouldn't? I mean, I guess we're
2: selfish. I'm, I'm, I'll own it. I am selfish, and I want to know what
0: you're writing about me. I need to know.
1: What? What? Why wouldn't you? Like, yeah. what is it about... That that you wouldn't want to know. Because
0: I don't feel like everything she writes. As someone who used to do it, I used to keep a little journal online. My friend Courtney found it and read it all on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, a, was your journal. Yeah, you when we, we were living together in college, and, I, and <laughs> I'd say stuff. So I finally bought my first computer, and I'd write every night. I'd go and I'd write a little journal entry. I, I didn't feel very good today. I tried to go to a party, and no one would talk to me. So I decided no more parties. I'm, you know. That and I was really vulnerable inside of it, thinking one day I may use some of it for a book or something. And I remember Courtney woke up one day, I was like, "Hey man, I read your little diary up on the computer. It's <laughs> cute." And I was like, "What?" He goes, "It's open. I said, That's not your computer." He just sat there. And drank he sat coffee. there and read the whole thing. He's like, "Yeah, it's, it's, it's cute."
1: <laughs> you gotta think, man. Like it would be helpful to your relationship, not you and Courtney, but like me and my wife. Like to know things, and then you know, if she, if I found something really good in there. I say, look, that book that says everything I don't want Eddie to know about is. I read it. No, but, and and then you say there's something in there that I think we should talk about. Like, what is it?
0: I think she, or whomever, deserves the right to have their own thoughts. And even if they just want to keep them as thoughts, and maybe they're just using it as some sort of um, uh, cathartic communication style within mm-hmm. themselves. It's like writing a letter and never mailing it. Like you, sometimes they use that as an exercise. Write a letter, put your feelings there, never, and rip it up when you're done and you'll feel better about what you wrote. I I, I wouldn't read it. I I was just wondering. uh, Good for you. Good for you that you would let it sit there. I don't go to our Facebook page either, but once that's true, three or four months for the same reason. Like, it's not, I don't want to see it. I don't think I want to see her deep down in her thoughts that she doesn't want me to see. Uh, They asked that question to a bunch of people, by the way. And what do they say? So they they, they ask it a bit different. They say, if you were cleaning out your bedroom one day and you found your partner's secret diary, would you read it? And you three say, yes, "Yes." yes. Okay. According to a new survey, 63% of people say no. What? Liars. Liars. <laughs> 20% definitely would. The rest aren't sure. Women are 50% more likely than men to say they would read the diary. Women, maybe they're being more honest than the men are. Women are
1: really curious about Yeah, things. women are
2: snoopy. They're sneaky.
0: I co-sign co- that. <laughs> you
1: yeah. yeah, a little curious about things.
3: <laughs>
0: the Here's Amy's pile of stories. I am filling in for Amy again. There is an actor who says he's not taken seriously because he works out. Who do you think that is? The Rock. Oh, that's a great one. But I feel like The Rock was known first for being a wrestler and mm-hmm. big body guy. So that helps him a lot. I feel little like bit. that got him here. Who else would you say? John Cena. Say, Eddie, same thing. The Rock <laughs> and John Cena guy. are the same person. Okay,
1: because he works out so much?
0: Yeah, one more.
1: One more. Ryan Reynolds.
0: Okay, solid. It's Chris Hemsworth, Thor. Oh. Keeping up with Thor's body means not being taken seriously, according to Chris Hemsworth. He says, quote, bodybuilding is seen as vanity, whereas if I put on a bunch of unhealthy weight or got unhealthy skinny for a role, I'd be a serious actor. He makes a point. I will say this, though. I've been reading more about this dad bod stuff, right? Oh, come on. Well, I just want to know why people are saying... Why women like it so much? That being a little unhealthy is better than being really healthy. And I have it down to two things. One... Their man has a dad bod, and they love who they are as a person, who that guy is. So they're like, I like dad bods. Okay. Because it's like a name. If you know two or three people that are awesome with the same name, you're like, man, Charles is a great name. <laughs> but if you know a couple people that aren't awesome and have the same name, you're like, i would never name my kid Becky. I just know too many bad Beckys. Same thing. Like, if you know great people, your husband's got a dad bod. like, I just want, that's why I love dad bods, because what he does. So that's one. And two, what Caitlin has been telling me, because I'm 41 now. Things aren't bouncing back like they used to for me. I said, hey, what's up with... She's like, I, I prefer, I'd prefer you to be a little softer, is what she said to me. I said, no, you wouldn't. She goes, do you think I want you in the gym for an hour and a half a day? Rather than hanging out? Or we just get to go to dinner and like eat stuff when you're not like, oh, I don't know. How many, how many pieces of that chicken's got bread on it? She's like, no, I'd rather you just enjoy our time together. Rather than you be gone and you always obsess about your... So... It isn't really that they like the the softness. It isn't the isn't so loved, but it's what is a part of that. Sure, the enjoying life. And so it's all going back to Chris Hemsworth here, where I think people don't take him seriously because I go, look, this guy's always in the gym. Like he's not doing anything else at working out. I do take him seriously though. I think he's a good actor. I take him I seriously. because he beat me up, I don't. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> he's a big dude. I mean, I take him seriously. Obviously, people do. Yeah, like, I don't see him as just, like, a guy that works out. I see him as a good actor. But I see him probably being discounted as a dumb guy. In Hollywood. Because he's got a bunch of muscles, which probably isn't fair. And he makes a good point. If you put on a bunch of weight for a role, like a Val Kilmer. Oh, you know, he's a great actor. <laughs> but if you put on a bunch of muscle. What role is that? Life. I think he just got fat. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the role of life. <laughs> Uh, John Party doesn't (laughs) like stinky dogs on the bed. He doesn't want his four dogs sleeping on the bed because they're smelly anal glands. What? But he does try to help. He manually empties their glands when necessary. John Party was recently asked if he and his wife Summer let their four dogs sleep on the bed. He could have given a yes or no answer, but he actually said this. I don't let my dogs sleep on them damn anal glands they got are so bad. They sleep (laughs) on the floor. Charlie's our little French bulldog and... I'll have to put gloves on and leak them. They don't smell good. And, you know, I was talking about my dogs about two weeks ago. I said, hey, can I get somebody to come to my house and, like, do the grooming thing for the same reason? Like, bulldogs are fat. And I, I, I thought it was called release their anal glands. What did John call it, say? Leak them. Leak Both them. Both don't sound it's like disgusting. the most fun thing. It's so gross. <laughs> but that was part of what happens when people come to your house to groom your dog, especially if you have a fat dog like I do. Uh-huh. They clean them, they unshed them, they use that claw, and then they they clean their anal, anal glands out. Oh, which, by the way, I, last time they were over, I asked them to do it to me. They said no. <laughs> Here's another country music festival to talk about. This year's Rock the South is going down August 13th and 14th in Coleman, Alabama. Performers include Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Leonard Skinner, Ashley McBride, Ooh. Ingrid Andress, and Jordan Davis. Details are at rockthesouth.com. We're also... A couple weeks away from a big announcement from Eddie and yeah. I. Yeah. A couple weeks announcement. A couple weeks away. My wife asked me what it was, and I said, I can't tell you. A couple weeks away. Locked in a briefcase yep. somewhere. Can't say anything about it. Amazon's top wedding dress costs $43. Here's why. Well, one, weddings are famously expensive, but savvy shoppers are raving about a clingy lace dress that seems tailor-made and costs $43. Though brides reported last year the average cost of a wedding is as far as the dress goes, it's sixteen hundred bucks. They have found this curve hugging mermaid dress and people are buying it like crazy. Nearly seventy-five percent of the reviews are five star rating. They're like, it fits pretty good and it's really affordable, so people are buying it like crazy. That's great. If it's if, if people are buying so many of them at $43, you gotta raise the price. Well, yeah, I'm sure they'll get
1: there. But it's right like, now that's awesome because people stress out about the prices of wedding dresses.
0: Just like Ray and his cameo. He can't keep in he keeps getting so many offers. You have to raise the price. <laughs> yeah, I mean they keep flying in. Yeah, that might be what I need to do. Okay. <laughs> uh 6,523 tickets win the lottery when the numbers come up. One, one, one. No. hmm You never think it's gonna be one-one one. One, one, one. So congratulations to all the winners that have picked one one one. Finally, Krispy Kreme adds two limited edition Oreo Donuts. Yes. Featuring the first ever Oreo glaze. I mean, the big donut looks, it like, looks an like Oreo Oreo.
1: I saw it. It's beautiful.
0: Krispy Kreme's rocking the news. Right man. now they are. Yeah, they are. They're in the news more than the president is. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's so true. Uh that's Amy's pile of stories. Thank you very much. That was Amy's Pile of Stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. something something good.
1: Savion Harris is a junior in high school And he was finishing his shift at a Thai restaurant When the owner came running in And said help help my six month old baby Is choking Uh, He runs in there and sure enough The baby is like has no color to its skin and it he starts uh, he goes, oh I know CPR. I know I learned it from school. He starts doing CPR. Next thing you know, the baby starts breathing his color comes back wow. and he has saved the baby all thanks to him taking a class at school that was CPR and he says, you know what? because of this, I want to go to Florida State eventually and I want to become a trauma
0: nurse. Wow. so there we go. I think he's good for it. You've taken baby CPR, right? Yes, I have to for my foster class. What's the difference in baby CPR? I mean, I know the size of the human. What's the difference in baby CPR and human adult person CPR?
1: So compressions are usually two fingers in the chest versus, you know, your two hands, your two palms on the chest. Other than that, I think it's pretty much the same. And I say I think because I need to refresh myself.
0: Do they still do mouth-to-mouth?
1: Yes, you do a little mouth-to-mouth. Obviously, it's not like a huge, uh, like a big breath for a baby, but you do a little mouth-to-mouth. Yeah.
0: Is mouth-to-mouth less of a thing, though, now, just in general, when someone's down and out? And it's mostly chest?
1: No, man. It's compressions, and then you breathe, take a breath, breathe again, and then compressions again. That's all part of it.
0: If someone came in and said, Eddie, you have a baby. Yeah. How do you feel like you'd react? Good, I think... All,
1: I mean, again, I've been a lifeguard, so I had to learn CPR for lifeguard. Uh, I'm a foster parent. For us to get certified, we had to take CPR classes. So I've had the class probably 20 times in my life. I should know what I'm doing. If you ask me right now, I don't know the exact numbers. But if, but I if sprung it's a game in
0: time, it, pressure situation. That's what I'm
1: saying. I think that the knowledge that is ingrained in my head will come to me, and I'll save the, the life. But are you a rise to the occasion type guy, or are you more of a cookie crumbles type guy? I haven't really been put to the test you know, but I think, I mean, I've had a couple of saved lifeguard, and I saved, I saved those people, so I think when it comes to it, Bones, I'm a saver.
0: Okay. Bring the baby in. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, that's what it's all about. Good story. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here are the top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Thomas Rhett, What's Your Country Song?
3: At
0: number two, Brett Young, Lady I hope you look
3: just like your mama
2: and love her
0: like I do. And at number one, FGL Long Live. Number one pop song is Billie Eilish, Therefore I Am. I friend, A lot of those Billie Eilish songs to me sound exactly the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She definitely has her lane, she owns it. <laughs> But they sound exactly the same to me. Uh, the number one alternative song is Machine Gun, Kelly, and Black Bear, My Ex's Best Friend.
2: All
3: right,
0: there you go. Those are all all the, the number one songs in all the categories there. It is now time to go over and get in The Morning Corny. Let's go. The Morning Corny. What's the medical term? for owning too many
1: dogs. What's the medical term for owning too many dogs? A roverdose.
0: Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Rope>. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Hey, speaking of dogs, we bought these CBD treats for our dogs just All to right. see if it would calm one of them down because <laughs> Eller, the adopted dog, still goes berserk sometimes. And so... She's getting a lot taller, a lot faster. So now she, when she stands up on her back feet, she can get up high places. But mm. well, she got onto a table on a counter and pulled down a whole bag of these CBD treats. Dang. And so all I know is the bag's open. She's had like four or five of them. <laughs> Maybe Stanley's had one or two. And then she's just as chill as could be for the whole night. We thought she might have overdosed on CBD treats. Yeah, I don't know if that's possible. You can't. We looked it okay, up. Okay, <laughs> Although Kaylin started calling her dog Marley. <laughs> yeah, Marley for sure. They were partying. <laughs> and she was just chill. She was chill all night. This morning, she was chill. <laughs> Stanley's just kind of a big, fat, lazy bulldog anyway, so he's always he kind of chill. Chills. <laughs> but we were worried for a while that you could overdose on CBD dog mm. treats. I'm not a big believer in CBD. Maybe for some people it works. For me, it feels like snake oil.
1: I think Raymundo does CBD or something. He's tried it, but I don't know if that works or You not.
0: think it works, Ray, honestly? I might all be in the head. I think it is. And you know what? If it's in the head and it still works, it still works, you know? But dogs are good. We just had to Google it real quick. <laughs> Can good- you overdose on CBD, <laughs> Trent? Get a good night. Raymundo, I'm not hating at it all. It's just a bit peculiar that you got Botox. Like, you're a good-looking guy. You're, you look young. You're 35. I just think it's a— Did you pay for it? No, uh, straight hookup. But that's also the influence of a woman. I'm married now, and she recommended, hey, why don't you do that? You worked a lot in the lumber mill. Maybe you stressed a lot playing sports. You got some furrows is what they're called, those little marks in your forehead. She said it'll trim off about 10 years. Do you want to do it? And I said, okay. <laughs> if it, And she said you'll feel better. I want you to feel your youngest version of yourself. Why not get Botox? Why do you keep calling it Botox? It's called Botox. <laughs> You're just a guy that's getting it. You're being manipulated It has the feel that it's a female type thing Guys can get it as well By calling it Brotox It's more normal It's for my guys as well We're at the bar We're talking about getting Brotox You're at a bar with a bunch of dudes Talking about getting Brotox Hopefully Maybe this leads to conversation I, I believe that's what the company was hoping why they gave it to me Yeah how much does it normally cost? It's in the hundreds. It's cuz they put some put some CCs in that head. For me, they said I'm a guy, I got tough skin, so they were just pumping it to me. I had w- <laughs> okay, no, they weren't <laughs> having to pump it to you any harder. <laughs> the lady did say she goes, "You you have a very very intense skin. Like you have intense reactions and looks, which means that I frown a lot or frown a lot. I get surprised a lot." She- so those are the indentions that I have that I show on my face from 35 years of laughing, of being scared, <laughs> being happy. He's repeating a commercial back. I feel like he saw it at 2 a.m. on some weird channel. Okay, so tell me what happened. You go in, you sit in a chair. Yeah, I took my wife with me. I said I really wasn't totally comfortable not having done it before. And just right away, I believe they wiped a little moisturizing pad, and then immediately they got the, just like you're getting the shots for the vaccine, shots went in the forehead. How many <laughs> shots they put in your head? I uh, should put about five, six, seven. I mean, it was at the locations of where my uh, little marks are. So right there in the middle, and the upper left, upper right, next to my eyebrow, and then I believe right between my eyes. Some of it is a little fuzzy. I was a little scared, and <laughs> I may have blacked out for a sec. I'm just, it was it was very very comfortable. Be honest, did it they, hurt? They say just a pinch, and really, it's just a pinch. Just a little pinch on the forehead. <laughs> did it hurt? a tad. (laughs) (laughs) A little more than a pinch, huh? She said it was just a pinch. Do you feel like your forehead's different? It takes about a week, sometimes two, but they said it would be a very distinct difference when you look in the mirror and see yourself, and you'll almost see your 25-year-old self. I'm not going to throw this person under the bus. I was thinking if I knew anybody, any other men who got it. I do have a friend who is known. I'll leave it at Uh, that. A famous friend. He's very known. And... Somebody was giving me a hard time once. Like, "Hey, you should get Botox." And I was like, "Hey, I kind of am who I am at this point as far as like my skin." And so I, I said, "Hey, guy, you, you, I think they're telling me I should get Botox." And he goes, "Don't do it." He goes, "I did it once and my whole head froze." Whoa. He was like, I, "I just couldn't stop it from being all in one piece." Um, this is 250 bucks to 500 bucks for a Botox around there, session, yeah. yeah. And when do you have to go back and get another one? <laughs> For a while. They said you'll be good to go. They do want (laughs) to monitor it in two weeks just to make sure everything's good to go. Is this weird or because it's Ray, it's just like classic Ray?
1: I mean, classic Ray, but I feel like I'm also getting sold on something right now. Eddie's in today. Hey, just a pinch. Just a pinch. I'm in. Hey,
0: everybody. Glad you guys could hang out with us. We have Johanna from Arkansas on the phone right now. Johanna, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Do people call you Joanna all the time?
3: No, they call me Joe.
0: They do? But your name is Johanna, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you're on. Where do you live in Arkansas? Uh, Bismarck. Hey, we used to... Listen, Bismarck used to be our rival in football. Like, literally. They beat you all the time? All the time. Yeah. They used to beat our (laughs) butts all the time. Johanna, you're going to be able to pick a player here to represent you. Now, I tell you what. You can pick Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan, or you can pick me. Ooh. Just be smart. Be smart. If any of them win and beat me, you get the prize, a $50 marathon gas gift card. But if I win, and you pick me, you get the prize. Who are you going to pick, me or them, the field?
3: I got to go with the Arkansas boy, Bobby Bones. I like that. Smart.
0: Okay. So the game is, Raymundo, explain how this is going to work. Yeah, I'm going to just read the first line of the song, and you guys are going to guess the song name. And this is because listeners were complaining we played too many 90s country games. So we're now doing 2000s country. Are you ready, Ray? Yep. First song. Read us the first line. You want the example? Let's jump to number one. Just use the example as number one. I got rice cooking in the microwave. Yeah, I got that one. We'll do five, guys. No eliminator. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Morgan, you're in this game because you were born in, like, 95 or something.
2: 93.
0: Yeah. So you were a kid. Wait,
2: no, okay. you Morgan, you okay. got it? Okay, yeah. What do you I have, Morgan? So. It's a good day to be alive. Day to be alive. <laughs> good
0: day to be alive. <laughs> hey, you gotta elevate that day. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Lunchbox? Great day to be alive. Ah. Eddie? Great day to be alive. It's a great day to be alive. I gotta got rise cooking in the
1: microwave. I got a three-day beard. I don't plan to shave, and it's a Goofy thing, but I just gotta say I'm
0: doing alright. What a jam. What a jam. And let's not forget he blocked me on Twitter for a while. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So stop playing it. No, no, I'm still <laughs> into it. I probably deserve to be blocked. Next up, Raymundo. Right now he's probably slow dancing with a bleach blonde tramp, and she's probably getting frisky. Ooh, I'm in. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, right, what uh, year was that Travis Tritt song? 2000 Knew it was close I knew it was on the, the, the old borderline there Everybody in? I'm in for the win, yeah. yeah Morgan? Before he cheats Lunchbox? Before he cheats Eddie? Before he cheats Yeah, before he cheats yep. That's what I have
1: to do Alright,
0: mm-hmm. right, next up Becky was a beauty from South Alabama mm-hmm. Again? Becky was a beauty from South Alabama. What year was this one from?
3: Ooh, I'm in.
0: 2003. Wow. Dang. You know it?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what are you doing over there?
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for lunchbox. He's got his eyes closed he's and praying, he's trying to I hum think. through it. My girl went to a Pentecostal church. Stop! I'm telling the story. <laughs> I understand, Shoot, but you you're can trying to out. throw me off. My girl went to a Pentecostal ah, church mm-hmm. And I went to church with God, her a lot God, as a, a kid hammer. Before I went to Mount Pine Baptist hammer, hammer. And they would speak in tongues Oh
2: my gosh yes. And that's what he said Right now that's right. what that sounds like. like That oh, sound like that She's she, communicating
1: right, right now
0: Alright five seconds uh, uh, Time Lunchbox, what do you have? She thinks my tractor's sexy. Oh, boy. It's incorrect. All that time. Morgan.
2: What was I thinking?
0: Eddie. Ugh. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Becky was a beauty. Becky was a beauty from, from South Alabama. Alabama. Daddy, Daddy went on home like, like a hammer.
2: hammer. What was I thinking? <laughs> all I could think about was a Pentecostal church. Oh. <laughs> and then
1: tractor came out, huh?
0: And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get to that part. Next up, number four. From 2009, picture-perfect memories scattered all around the floor. Oh, man. <sighs> picture-perfect memories scattered all around the floor. Eddie has taken his headphones off.
2: Eddie, dude. What's it called? You call? want to go play baseball today? <laughs>
0: Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, dude. I used to go to
2: St. Albert the Great back in Austin. It was a great church, man. Oh, uh, my
0: gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of the name of this song. One more time, Ray. Just give Eddie a shot here. Picture-perfect memories scattered all around the floor. Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank,
1: dude. I love this song, too.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
1: I mean... Five seconds, Eddie. Austin, Texas. You played it on your show. Yeah, you nothing.
0: Nothing? No. Nope. Eddie, what's your answer? Last night. <laughs> How about this? How about if I go
1: picture perfect I man i know the song i mean charles kelly cuz it does oh, he, he comes in next oh even know the singer <laughs> 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 keep going and if you can not have me man thing at all Right. I don't, I don't Go
2: ahead.
0: It's a quarter after what? I need you now. No. Oh, no. It's need you now. More what you need have? Need
2: you now. Much
0: bikes? Drew. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> perfect memories scattered all around.
0: Sorry, all right, next up. I was sitting there selling turnips on a flatbed truck. Song is from 2005. It's the last one. All right, so you
1: win. Or 10 points. Sure. (laughs) He's got it, Ludge. We're not going to win this game. I think you never know. Everybody
2: in?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm in. It was a song written by
2: Luke Luke Bryan. Bryan. Yeah, right? Lunchbox? Oh, man. When you're going somewhere, you need good directions. Morgan? <laughs> good directions. Eddie?
1: You don't want the bad ones. You want the good directions. Good directions. <laughs> I was sitting there,
0: selling turnips on a flatbed truck, crunching on a pork ground. when she pulled And, a- you know, he would send her back for the sweet tea, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It, it, the twist was... She's coming right back to me. But do you know why? Do you know who she was? <sighs> we
1: talked about this before. It's his mom. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah,
0: was not <laughs> Wasn't no, yeah. was it Miss B or whatever Yeah. Uh,
1: miss Bell. Miss Bell, Bell. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that his mom?
1: I guess. I have no idea.
0: Um, I do believe though, if I'm looking at the
1: score. Yeah, notes. yeah, you your math
0: is right. Hey, Johanna uh, sorry, Joe, as a yeah. friend's caller. Joe, guess what? I didn't miss one. That means you win the prize. Yay! That's what I'm talking about, right? Hey, there. where's your music? Well, I'll get there. Yo, oh. unbelievable. Oh. Oh. oh Hey Joe, how do you feel? I feel great. Uh, Close. Eddie, how should she feel? She should feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Close enough. Okay. All right. Joe, congratulations. Thank you for listening. Uh you got a tank of gas, fifty bucks. It, and Eddie was saying before the segment that mm. may not be enough for a tank of not gas. Not right
1: now, not with the prices right now. <laughs> I mean I filled up <laughs> yesterday and it was just
0: a little over fifty. Joe, how much take you to fill up a tank of gas? $50. $50? $50. Oh, right you on the, know button. What? Right on the right. button it is. All right, Joe, we're going to put you on hold and get you this gas card. So thank you for listening. Thank you for playing, okay?
3: Thank
0: you. Bye. There she is. Joe and Bismarck. The Bismarck Lions, by the way. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) You remember that. They used to beat our butts. (laughs) Sometimes if I come on the air and I'm taking up a side, I like to know at least what the other side's thinking. And I wear masks. I'm a big believer in masks. I think masks have helped. Listen, nobody got the flu really this year. You know why? Because everybody wore masks. Yeah, no one thought about that. Yeah. And so... As you go, masks don't work. Of course they did. Like, the, the flu number is way down, too. That being said, I do understand people that go, "Why well, don't want to wear a mask. If you live in an extremely rural part of the country when you're not seeing anybody, why would you wear a mask? So, I've seen both sides. But I'm still on my side when it comes to airplanes and people wearing masks on airplanes. Not because of anything else other than it's their rule. The airline says you have to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. If you come into my house and I say, hey, you can't wear shoes. Then I have to take your shoes off. You have to take your, your shoes off. Sure. I own the house, Right. So people that still get into fights on airplanes about masks, it blows my mind. Because this isn't a culture thing. This is a company that says you can't come into our airhouse if you're not wearing a mask.
1: It's like the no shoes, no shirt, no Absolutely. service. Why
0: don't you guys protesting that? Can't argue that one. I want to go to Burger King with no shoes and no shirt. <laughs> uh, uh, this can't. is America. No, you can't. That's just the rule. <laughs> Passengers on a Southwest Airlines flight were seen applauding the removal of a woman who allegedly refused to wear a mask. The woman is seen arguing with a flight attendant before getting up to leave. That's where the plane erupted into applause because she then flipped everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear what airport the flight was leaving from, but during the video, she has her mask and she's accused of not wearing a face covering before the camera started rolling. So she saw everybody put their phones up and threw her mask on real quick. Mm-hmm. Here's a clip.
3: Bye. Bye, bye.
0: So embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And I bet you they're not even clapping really about the mask. They're clapping that she gets off so they can go to their destination. Yes. Like, don't be a pain in the butt. You know the rules. If you don't have to abide by the rules, don't get on the plane. Anyway, saw that. Thought it was pretty funny. I would have been annoyed too that someone's just there causing drama. You would have been part of the clapping? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'd have been part of recording it too. <laughs> For sure. I want to bring that, that on the show and be like, I got this video. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
2: Andrea Lessing was working at a Goodwill in Norman, Oklahoma, sorting through some donations, goes through one bag, unfolds a couple of sweaters, and what does she find? $42,000 in cold, (laughs) hard cash. Crazy. Crisp $100 bills were wrapped up in the sweater that someone forgot about and donated it. Did she pocket the money? No. She went and told her manager. (laughs) They tracked down the owner
0: and returned the $42,000 in cold, hard cash. It's always, too, where someone was, like, saving up for a house, and they forgot where they put it. Well, it's
1: not always, because I bet sometimes it's like a drug dealer miss. But is, his when money. we
0: hear about it, though, do you know what the money was going toward? I does not say, but they He's did. It's like actually a crack house. <laughs> now, the <it, laughs> grateful
2: person who mistakenly donated it did give Andrea a $1,000 reward. See, that's
0: a reward, too. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's His good. name? El Chapo. No. <laughs> 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 all right, that is good. She returned it. That's great. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> What's happening, friends? Good morning. Glad you guys could hang out. We're just very appreciative that if you have a little bit of time in your day, you, you, you listen with us. We hope we feel like you are your buds as you drive to work or you listen on a podcast later on. Or Again, we're just very grateful for that. I do want to talk to Sheriff Turner in Oklahoma. Who, he's coming on to update us because you guys might remember it's been months ago. Caitlin's grandfather had COVID really bad to where we were getting calls going, hey, we don't know how this is going to end up. and He was in the hospital forever. He is out now and healthy. Oh, great. Ish. Mostly healthy. But while he was in the hospital, somebody broke into his house and stole all of his guns. They knew who it was. It was some guy named Ollie. We got on. We were like, hey, let's track this guy down. We had the sheriff on. It was a whole deal. And we now have an update from Sheriff Turner. Hey, good morning, Sheriff. How are you? Good morning, Bobby. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I appreciate you calling. What can you tell me about the story?
3: So, um, Mr. Ollie Nichols is in custody out in Jackson County, North Carolina. Um, Last week, well, over the past couple months, we've been tracking Mr. Nichols all throughout multiple different states. We were able to get a good location on him last week and referred it to the United States Marshals Violent Crimes Task Force, and on Monday afternoon, they were able to get Mr. Nichols in custody, and um, we are waiting to go pick Mr. Nichols up in North Carolina and bring him back.
0: How did you guys find out where he was going or where he was? Like, what was that process?
3: It's um, It's been a long process. We've, we've made, we we've we made did multiple interviews, talked to multiple different people, um, and was just able to get old-fashioned police work and get folks to say, hey, we think he's here, we think he's there. Um, and we used some modern police techniques to uh, do some tracking. Um, was able to find out that he had been on a couple different Greyhound buses and took us to north carolina where he was located and we're going to be able to get we're going to be able to get justice for coach barker now
0: and this guy ollie nichols was this is me saying this but he was not a good dude like he's got quite the rap sheet right
3: no no ollie nichols is a career thief um you know he, he's just an, he's just a turd i mean he's an old-fashioned turd who um we, we don't need people like him in our community especially those to preying on the sick and you know, he, he took Coach Parker when he was at the weakest moment of his life and, and victimized him, and he deserves justice for
0: that. Well, Sheriff Turner, thank you for updating us and also from from this show, and I don't mean just us in the room, but, you know, anyone that listens to the show, we kind of feel like they're one of us. We just appreciate what you do and the risk every single day that, that you go through to make sure that uh, folks are safe, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts, not just for this, but for, for every day that you put in on the job.
3: Well, Bobby, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you getting the message out. And uh, and just rest assured to the Parker family that um, that Mr. Nichols is coming back to Haskell County and he'll have to answer for what he's done wrong.
0: Do you ever worry about retaliation? Like, how be, like, all right, this guy's going to come back and he's going to get out and he's going to come out. Do you ever worry about that stuff, Sheriff?
3: I don't. You know, we've, I've been doing this a long time. Um, I was at DEA for, for many years and, you know, it's part of the job and, you know, it, it, we keep our head up, and we um, we still live in a community where um, people respect the police and respect the job that we do.
0: I respect the police, and I respect the job <laughs> you do for sure. That's right. So, all right. Thank you, Sheriff. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for the update.
3: Hey, You too. Thanks, Bobby. Thank uh, you.
0: Bye-bye. Hopefully, I can meet that guy one day and shake his hand.
1: Which one? Sheriff Turner? Not Ollie. Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I thought oh. it was Nichols. <laughs> no. And tell him what a turd he is. Yeah, no. I, just, uh,
0: I want to meet Sheriff Turner. And I want to say, hey, appreciate you. Yeah. I try to do that with police officers when I see them out, but sometimes I think they think I'm weird. Because
1: <laughs> not a lot of people probably do that. Well,
0: even before COVID, I would be like, I just want to say thanks. And they're like, for what? <laughs> and then it's a whole thing, and I have to be like, because you're risking your life, and I'm not. And sometimes the environment isn't just for me going, I love you, man. But I'm sure they appreciate it after the fact. And sometimes if I'm just driving by, and like, let's say there's a ball game, and they're out in the road. We're like, thank you for what you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they look at each other and be like, oh, what he say?
0: <laughs> Follow him. He's drunk. I do. I do. I just I can't say enough good things. We drive to work. We walk down the road. And you know what? We don't get attacked. Mm. How about that? Yeah. And I think
1: about Sheriff talking about finding this guy in like five states over or whatever. Like, it's crazy how they can find someone out of everyone in this earth. Isn't that nuts? Like, you drive in traffic and you're like, "How? I can't find this. I probably couldn't find you on the same road we're in and this but, if guy-
0: you, but if you asked a bunch of people and tracked it <laughs> in over months I bet you could find me in traffic I guess so but still crazy but anyway, to me I just love them I just love our cops and how uh, again I got to work today nobody stopped me Not, nobody held a gun to my head listen I have held a gun to my head yes. but, but today I was a pretty good day I got here no problem um, alright that's good that's like a news story that's awesome let's go and do the news news Bobby's Big Story Eddie I was thinking about you here One in three COVID-19 survivors in a study of more than a quarter of a million people say they've had brain or psychiatric disorders in the past six months. Mm. Have you had any sort of cognitive issue?
1: No, not that I can think of. I mean, I do have brain fog, but I've had that my whole life. Like, it just comes and goes. Sometimes I think it's food or it's like if I eat a lot of bread or whatever or I don't drink a lot of water, I feel it. But no, nothing that stands out. What about physically? Any lingering physical symptoms? So the smell thing is still, it's not as strong. Like, like my wife, seriously, just yesterday said, ooh, I got this new body spray. Can you smell it? And I smelled her arm like, not really, no. And then I smelled harder, like got closer, like, okay, now I smell it. But yeah, I mean, I used to have great smell. That's kind of gone. And then I feel well,
0: like my... people used to know you for your smell. They'd be like, there's smell already." Yeah. The guy can smell anything. Sure, sure. Yeah. I was like, a, I was like a hound dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also,
1: too, my joints. I don't know what's like. I don't know if that's just old age, but my joints kind of hurt, and I feel like that happened right after COVID.
0: Also, you're 42, bruh.
1: It could be that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So it might not be the COVID. But... It's
0: like my arthritis, my gray hair. <laughs> no, I think that's just aging. Could but be. you don't have any men- anything mental. Nah,
1: I'm pretty sharp still.
0: Yesterday on my Instagram, I posted a picture of Caitlin and I. We both got our second vaccination shots. I got mine the day before. She got hers yesterday. And I was like, hey, we got our second. Uh, they said we did so good, we're going to get a third. I was kidding. <laughs> Why would you say that? I was just, it was a joke. <laughs> so what do people say? People were like, wait, what's this about a third one? Wait, what? And then you have another quarter of the crowd going, that's a wasted shot. You don't yeah. need that shot. If they can figure out shots, why don't they have a flu vaccine? <laughs> and I was like, they do. It's called the flu shot.
1: Yeah, and you were joking about the third.
0: <laughs> yeah. It turned into a mess over there in the comments. After about three responses, I was, someone goes, the FDA didn't approve these. I was like, actually, the FDA did clear the way. And oh they, the gosh. FDA also just provided uh, a better way to get more Moderna out there. So after about three fact-checks of people wrong, I decided I can't go fact-checking my Instagram comments. You can't, comments. and
1: you can't start a debate with people on Instagram? I didn't start it. I okay. just posted a
0: picture. I just, I just said, hey, I'm trying to do my part, and if you feel like you need to get a vaccine, hey, go get you one. If you don't, don't worry about it. It's up to you. I have no problem with that, but I believe, for me, I listen to science and doctors. There have been a lot of people who are like, well, the me- I'm a me- medical expert. And I'm like, what? You-, huh? you have 230 followers on Instagram, <laughs> and it says that you work at the bank. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I not know you're a medical expert. <laughs> uh okay. But that's up if you want to see that. It's uh my Instagram is Mr. Bobby Bones. I'm not even trying to start any beef. I was just like posting a picture. I drove her cuz she gets really weird with needles. I thought I did. But she has to like lay in the car with her feet above her head, Caitlin does. Really? She almost passes out. Anything. Uh she, we did I ordered two of those tests that they test your, uh, your blood, blood. Sugar? You know, blood sugar, like your food allergies. Okay. Because I had an old one, but we are doing another one. And you have to push this thing on your finger, and it goes, and then it bleeds, Ooh, right? It pricks it. She, I, <laughs> I did mine, and I, I struggled. But she did her. She started vomiting. Really? hmm I didn't know she was like that. Crazy with needles. Wow. She, had, so- she laid on the floor. She was throwing up. And you're supposed to drip the blood from your finger onto the card, and she couldn't get Any more blood, so she she bled all over the ground and she took a card and wiped it on the ground. And I was like, that's not gonna (laughs) They're like, huh, she has dirt in her system. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do more news. Bobby's
2: other story.
0: If coffee is your go to when you feel that afternoon slump kicking in. you may be surprised to know certain foods are better options. These are the best energy-boosting foods, according to three different registered dietitian nutritionists. I'm going to do both. Boosting, but then I'm also going to do draining. Okay. On the boosting foods, black beans. Although that's tough at like 1 p.m. at work to find a little cup of black beans.
1: (laughs) You have to bring that with you. Like,
0: I get it, but that's a tough one. Uh, Bananas. Nice. Probably a little easier. Eggs. Water, obviously. And pistachios, which of all of them, water and pistachios are probably the easiest if you're going to take it back. I just never, I'm good at going, all right, I'm going to do this and take it for like a week. And then I just kind of go, oh, I forgot the bag.
1: You go back to normal life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, But the ones that drain you, caffeine or energy drinks, they do give you a quick, but then they drop you harder than you were ever tired to begin with. It's good to know. Candy, steak, because you need that one, maybe you're at work doing the 1 p.m. steak break. (laughs) (laughs) That's normal. I said, sure, it's got a ton of protein, but your body has to go into overdrive digesting and metabolizing. And it can only utilize 25 grams of protein in one sitting, and so your body can't actually do all the steak that it needs to do. And then finally, fruit smoothies. They say they're convenient, may seem healthy, but they take away the natural fiber of whole fruits. Ooh,
1: I didn't know that. Your
0: blood sugar levels may spike, and then you talk about a sugar crash, that's when you have one. Wow,
1: I didn't think about that.
0: I know. That's why I told you the story. That's good. I, I didn't think about it either. I didn't
1: know about those boosters either. That's great. Banana. That's easy.
0: Yeah, if you remember.
1: And of all, out of all the nuts, I think pistachios is the one that I love the most. So easy Ooh, to
0: get. Ooh, favorite nuts. Pistachios. Ooh, Mount Rushmore of nuts. I'm gonna go pecans. Just generally, <laughs> like pound for pound, it's pecans. It's At times, such a I'm in pain the pain
1: to get out of that shell, though. Or do you get them just out? Out of the shell. You, you don't get like a
0: nutcracker. I'm fancy, and- <laughs> darling. I get them out of a bag that's already been shelled. Fair enough. Uh, pecans. I got to put peanuts up there. That's the OG. It is the OG. It's probably the fourth head on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Peanut for sure. But Maybe it, the first head. I'm going to put fourth because I'm a, I'm not going to it, but I always like it. I go pecans and peanuts. Walnuts are pretty solid.
1: Walnuts? Who eats walnuts? Walnuts are pretty solid. <laughs> like I see them at the store, I'm like, no one is gonna buy those. And then, possibly D's. <laughs> dumb. What? I'm not falling for it. <laughs> Don't forget almonds.
0: Almonds oh, are good. Oh, almonds are come good on, too. Come on. That's the news. Thank you. Bobby's
3: boo story. Bones. <laughs>
0: I got on the Peloton last night. I was going to do a little bike riding. I can't really do anything else because my finger is in bad shape still. It's getting a little better since the old basketball injury. You took your splint off again, though. No, I forgot it. Oh, boy. It's fine, though. Uh, mostly, I am just I just kept the splint on so I wouldn't hit it. But I can't run because it hurts my hand. I can't lift any weights, obviously. So I got on the bike, and I'm riding. And Man, I used to be great, like Toby Keats said. But I'm not as good as I once was. <laughs> I used to get on the thing and ride hard. And so I got on, I'm feeling myself, and I get in this class, and there's like 50 people in there. And I have a hashtag that's hashtag fight, grind, repeat. And a lot of listeners of the show, hashtag fight, grind, repeat on theirs. And it kind of, you can see who in your group's riding, even in a group of 1,000 people. You Through see, the Peloton yeah, the thing. Yeah, okay, kind of cool. get your own little group there. And so I'm riding, and I'm kind of dominating in this group of like 50, but I see some guy behind me like coming up. You have little scores on the right side. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this guy's... Coming hard. And I look at his hashtag. It's fight, grind, repeat. Ooh. And I'm like, boy, somebody's taking a personal interest Ooh. in meeting me today. And I'm very competitive. And so I'm riding hard. And, and the last time that I rode really hard, I tore my, my butt, H. Oh, I remember that. And I peed blood mm. when I went really hard. So you were thinking that while you I was like, you him? know what? If I got to pee blood, <laughs> I'm going to have to pee blood. So I'm going. I'm pushing hard on this thing. And I see this guy coming up. His name is Colin Mick. C-O-L-L-I-N-M-C. I think that was the screen name. Fight, grind, repeat, and he's coming after me. He doesn't just take me over and slowly beat me. It's like he ha- turned the the hyperdrive. Boom, Gone. Doubled me up almost. <laughs> so I finished at about a 400, which is pretty good in, in 30 minutes. And the guy's at like 530 or something by the time it's over, and wow. I got off deflated. I finished second overall in the class. But some guy, I call him Mick. I don't know if you're listening <laughs> out there. First of all, I tip my cap to you. And secondly... Are you cheating? That's what. I, that's the only reason I think people can beat me. He's juicing. He's yeah. <laughs> the Peloton juice. That guy dominated, but I got off like, oh man, I just don't have it anymore. You
1: guys can't message each other or anything. It's just you just see their name
0: and that's it. You can high five someone, and as he passed me, as he blew past me, he high fived me, <laughs> and I didn't know if he was doing it to be a jerk or if he was doing it to to be like, hey man, good ride. But he dominated me. That's pretty funny. So Colin Muck, if you're out there, I'd love to talk to you. Give us a call. Don't know who you are, but. I'm not as good as I once was, <laughs> but, I'm but I'm better good now I've as i been. ever been. <laughs> uh, here you go. A bride finds out her groom's mom is also her mom on their wedding okay, day. Okay, what? Are you ready? Yeah. A couple was getting married last week, and during the wedding, the groom's mother spotted a birthmark on the bride's hand and realized the bride was her long-lost daughter. Wow. Fortunately, her son was adopted, so there was no biological relation, and they went through with the wedding. The question is: Do you let, do you stop the wedding, and go, guys? I just figured something out. Uh, daughter, son, mind blown. Or do you let it happen and slowly un unroll un- that fruit roll up later on?
1: Well, being a spectator at that wedding, I would love that kind of drama.
0: We'd all be like, "What, Jerry, Jerry?" Yeah, that would be tough. I think as a mom, you're probably shocked. So much so, you. Your your brain isn't allowing you to enjoy the moment, and you just want to say what it is, but you probably don't, huh? That's crazy, man. So, uh,
1: so would you go on with the wedding, like if that was your half s- or oh, adopt- adopted it- sister?
0: Yes, because <sighs> you know you didn't spend your life with her at all. Yeah. You, it's it's a legality, it's paperwork, and think about To how- you, not to the mom, sure. but to you, who had no relationship.
1: And think about how alike they're going to be because they were raised you know the, I mean they, they have the same kind of they have the same mom so one was raised by that mom the other one has the DNA of the mom like they're gonna be so much alike
0: that's what's crazy about it well yeah DNA the DNA part yeah I was gonna say long loss but yeah DNA
1: god mm. that's weird
0: uh, the groom's mother asked the bride if she was adopted and the bride and her family were surprised because that was a secret but she knew because that was her daughter that was our long lost daughter.
1: <laughs> and now he's marrying
0: her. There were lots of tears and joyful reunions and all that, but it did create a serious problem because now the bride was going to marry her brother. They did talk about it before the wedding. And the groom was adopted too. But boy. All right. And for our first dance, bro and sis. <laughs> <laughs> Happily ever after. Have at it. Uh, here's Denise in Mississippi who is on the phone. Denise, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's happening?
3: Thank you. So I was watching the Facebook page, and I see you do something all the time. And I'm just wondering why you do it. But you, do you know what you do?
0: Oh, I, I do I do a lot of stuff. But you, why don't you tell me how I'm annoying? I do a lot of things that are annoying. Why don't you tell me what you think?
3: Well, it's not annoying. It's just I notice it all the time. But, like, why, when did you start sticking out your tongue all the time? And I think all of us want to know this.
0: Oh, you mean when I write or when I'm thinking? Yeah. Like I lick my my tongue comes out and I lick my lips. From four, three years old, my grandmother did it. My grandmother raised me, adopted me for part of my life, and she did it. It's like my tongue comes out and I lick my lips as I write. It's like when I'm thinking, my tongue comes out. And it's happened my whole life. I was made fun of it my whole life. And now I don't think about it anymore. But I remember seeing my grandmother do it, and I was already doing it, and wondering, is this genetic or is this learned? and I don't know the answer to that but it's something I've always done so if you see me writing or if I'm deep in thought I'm like my do tongue, it all the time my yeah. tongue is rocking side to side but um, I haven't thought about it in a long time but I used to get made fun of pretty bad for for it. doing it? yeah oh. yeah 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 uh, what do you think about that yeah, answer Denise? I like it
3: I wasn't calling to make fun of you for sure I,
0: I know but I, I go back that's point some point old point. trauma as a kid and I'm like Denise is making fun of me <laughs> uh, yeah I get I it, it I know
3: I think it's kind of sexy, but don't tell your fiancé I said that, okay?
0: You know what? She won't care because she I don't think she thinks it's sexy at all.
1: She doesn't. Uh, she, does she even mention it? I
0: don't, I don't know. I don't know. She knows when my, the wheels are turning up there because she'll be having a conversation with me. and I There's, for some reason, there's like a certain, like a, I don't know, it's a certain part of her. I just don't hear her sometimes. Oh,
1: like she's talking and you're
0: just somewhere else? Yeah, I don't else. know. Maybe it's like a... I, I don't know
1: what it is. Dang, dude, you're not even married yet. <laughs> I do that and, now. We've been married a long time. And she's
0: like, I know I'm talking, but you're not hearing what I'm saying. What are you thinking about? What's happening up here? Does
1: she test you, too? Like, what did I just say?
0: Yeah, sometimes. Oh, that was
1: the worst, because you fail bad. She's like,
0: oh, like, uh, hey, that thing I just told you, what, what was that?
1: Uh, and you go back to the last word you remember.
0: I, <laughs> and you're not even close. You said, uh, uh cat. <laughs> the. You said the, right? The. Yeah, sometimes I'm not the. Is this? And then I'm like, well, I got, I'm just got too much stuff going on. She's like, well, don't like, we're having a conversation. Let's connect. She's absolutely right. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Not, not my best luck. I talked to Amy yesterday. She's very grateful for all the nice messages you guys have sent or posted. She told me to tell you guys that. And I'm, I'm talking to the people listening right now, not the studio. Um, you guys already know, but sure. I've talked to Amy every day. Her dad passed away last week. I thought, well, I, I thought because she told me this, that she was going to come in this week. She is not coming in this week. I don't think she'll be in next week either. When Amy and I talked the first time, and again, we were talking every day. We talk every day in life, even, even outside of the show. Amy and I are very close as human friends. And I said, uh, hey, don't don't come to, your dad just died. Your dad just died. And she's like, I need to get back to work. One, you know, if it's my job, I need to show up. And Amy's been going through a lot of stuff personally, not just this, in the past six months. And she goes, I need to be there. You know, there was already some times last year. And my constant struggle with her is, hey, if you're not good for you, you're not good for me and us. Like, you have got to take care of yourself. Because if you, if you can't keep yourself healthy, you can't be hel- a healthy part of this show. And this show is secondary to life. You know, when Amy was adopting her kids, it was the same thing. I was like, hey, go to Haiti. You got to make sure that you were good inside of you before you come and give us some of that. And so that was a battle that we had then too, which she did. Then she was like, fine, I'll go. And she was going through some heavy adoption stuff. And she'd go down for a few days and come back. Same conversation with her. I was like, don't come back to work. She's like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back Thursday. And I'm like, I don't agree with this, but I'm also not going to tell you, you can't. And so I talked to her yesterday and she's like, I think it's finally hitting her now. I think it's finally, like, really setting in, and she's like, I, I can't. Like, I'm struggling. They're mm. like, good. Good. You need to stay and take care of yourself first. So the goal for her to be back is not Monday coming up, but the next Monday. So her her goal. If she needs more time, take it. When she disappears, though, it's kind of like a stool, and you pull out one of the legs you kind of lose your balance for a second. And that was how it was for me for the first day and a half or so on the show. I'm like, well, I don't have my, my main sidekick here. And a sidekick like in life too. Um, but now, you know, I feel pretty good. Like We got the show going again. Yeah. Can't wait for her to come back. I'm saying this in case she listens and she doesn't feel guilty. <laughs> she doesn't feel guilty. Like it's not the same without her. It's not as good. But we're going to be okay. So you take care of yourself. Amy, dang it. Thank you. Uh, where do we want to go next? Here's the story. A guy in California dies during a taco-eating contest at a Fresno Grizzlies minor league baseball game in 2019. Now his family is suing. And so, a taco-eating contest held by the team followed by the death of a 41-year-old. He choked. Now a lawsuit has been filed against Fresno Sports and Events, owner of the Grizzlies, by the kid's 18-year-old son, by the guy's 18-year-old son. He alleges his dad was not made aware of the risks and danger involved in the eating competition. The goal of the competition was for amateur competitors to devour as many tacos as possible during a certain amount of time. No word on how much they're suing for. I only know the story based on what I'm reading here in the story, but I feel like if I'm getting in an eating competition, I realize one of the dangers is that I choke.
1: Yeah, because you're eating food fast.
0: Or something happens with my... Like, you... You know if you're... The eating competition is not healthy. And there are probably risks that come with this.
1: So I'm assuming there wasn't a, uh, what do you call those A waiver? A waiver. I don't know.
0: Even if there was, I don't know.
1: Because if there was, there's no lawsuit. I mean, 100%, right?
0: From what I know, I don't feel like this is a lawsuit. It sucks. The guy died. Hmm. That's a tragic way to go. But I feel like if you're entering an eating competition and you choke... That's a you that's a user. But then again, devil's advocate. I here. love devil's advocate.
1: Devil's advocate. Like when you guys make me eat like a dozen donuts, I'm not going into it thinking I'm gonna die.
0: I know, but you know the risk of eating. And you know the risk you can go like, hey, I'm not gonna do this. You guys are crazy. No, but most
1: of the time I'm just like, it's a dozen donuts, no big deal. But if I choked and died, you all would be like, Oh and I my family of would, course be like, oh. we would be like that. You know?
0: So but you don't have to do it. You True. chose to do it. True. I didn't put a taser up to you and go, eat the donuts or take the taser. <laughs> yes,
1: and, and after saying that, my pa- my family probably wouldn't sue you guys. So, yeah.
0: I just don't think this is something they're going to win. Lunchbox? I,
2: I don't see how you can... It's sort of like when people go to a baseball game and a baseball hits them. It says on the back of the ticket, you got to watch out for flying objects. I don't think they have a case at all. It's sad. It's terrible. But the guy willingly entered a competition where he's going to eat food fast. And uh, it's it's terrible, but uh, he, he, they don't
0: have a leg to stand on, I don't think. You ever, had a, ever been in an eating competition? You? No. Seems like something you would be really good totally. at. Well, like that, you trying to find your place in life, <laughs> like something where you could really just dominate, like the guys that win these things look like you. No, 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 I can eat a lot of food. I'm just not a very fast eater. I'm
2: not good at shoving stuff down real quick. You haven't I, trained. Well, that's true. But I could sit there at a buffet and eat for two hours and never stop, but... Eating eight donuts in a
0: minute—that's where I struggle. But I think you wouldn't if you did the work. Like that is your athletic endeavor. Uh, that, that is where you could crush. You have the body for it.
2: Yeah. See, I got a body. That's what I'm
0: talking about. No, no,
2: for food. No, no, not
0: contest. even. Not even a big guy. Let's. All those competitive eaters, yeah, for the most part, Kobayashi are not big. was tiny. But they're like average guys. Like they're not, most of them aren't ripped, but most of them aren't like 400 pounds.
1: So what does Lunchbox do? Does he look for a record or something that hasn't been beaten? No, I think he gets on YouTube and
0: like how to train to be a competitive eater. Ooh. Yeah, have you ever
2: watched Kobe? I think there's a documentary on Kobayashi, the old hot dog eater guy, and he would sit there and practice. He would eat noodles and like pounds of noodles at a
0: time. Woo! Seems intense. I think for you, that's where it is. <laughs> you want to be a professional athlete? I think you still have some years left think I've still got my prime ahead of me. I do. Yeah, I All definitely right, do. I'll look it up. Bobby Bone Show.
3: Bonehead. Story
2: of the day. This story comes to us from South Carolina. 1 a.m., a 41-year-old man's walking down the street butt naked when police roll up on him and shine the spotlight and say, hey, man, what's going on? Walk of shame, guys. Got caught. <laughs> he got caught cheating on his wife, and he said this was his way of making
0: it better. Uh wonder if it did make it better. And then what does it say about her that that makes it better? (laughs) And then also, just thinking back, I would hear a 41-year-old guy. That's like an old, old guy. He should be mature. I'm 41. I'm not mature. I thought the
1: same thing. Is that
0: crazy? Yeah.
2: (laughs) I was like, wow, what's this old man doing walking the
1: streets?
2: (laughs) His old bag of bones
0: walking naked. Come on. All right.
2: I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day.
0: I love reading stories about people far smarter than me saying, oh, for sure, we're going to run into aliens. Because these are people who spend their whole life studying space, physics, just everything that we don't know anything about, yet we're still like, no, they're wrong. So here's a guy, string theory expert, Mikio Keku. I could be saying that wrong. Odds are I am. <laughs> Probably are. He believes we'll find signs of other life in the universe within this century. He believes the planned October launch of the James Webb Space Telescope will lead to the chance of, quote, quite high, we make contact with an alien civilization.
1: So within this century, that's
0: 2099. That's 79 more years. Okay, We could possibly not be alive. Although I was thinking about this last night. That's what I do when the you, TV's not on. You thinking? I think about death and aliens. <laughs> or my career. <laughs> okay. That's really the three lanes three that I'm in. the same, yeah. kind of. I was like, man, I would hate to die and not know if aliens were out there. Mm, I would just miss it. Or what if they came in, like, 1,200 and, like, but we wouldn't have known. Like, what if they all flew in? We wouldn't know they have pictures. They weren't throwing that stuff on Snapchat back then. Maybe we have had contact with them before. (laughs) Anyway, he thinks if we do find them, because we'll be able to see so many other worlds once this thing is launched, that it would be terrible to try to contact them. My thing is, we just think aliens are coming in on things the same size we are. We Just because we're, we're extremely vain. We assume. We're like, well, if we're this size, aliens have to be this size. They literally could come in and be a thousand feet tall. One, oh. one person. One one person. One alien could be a thousand feet tall. Or really, really small. Another thing. They could be running around so microscopic we have no idea. They're here right now in front of us and right? we can't even see them. Now, I may be considered nuts. I probably am. <laughs> but I'm just not someone who goes, there's no way. Just because we can't see it, it can't be true. That's good. B- because you can eliminate all of faith that way. Because if you just people just said, oh, you can't see it, it oh,
1: can't correct. be true, yeah.
0: all faith would be gone, too. So so what do you think? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> After all that. I'm just not <laughs> saying no, right? I'm not saying no. I, I, it would be ignorant of me to say there's no chance of this happening.
1: Oh, that'd be so great if we had aliens come. And we would it, to- though? I don't think yeah. so.
0: I don't think so. I think even if it were great, people would freak out so much, it would make this place not great. Oh. And then they could come make us all their slaves.
1: Oh, gosh. You could terrible. land,
0: and it's like, all right, Earth, we're 1,000 feet tall.
1: All ah, right, changed my mind.
0: Well, yeah. So uh, shout out, scientists, though. <laughs> uh, okay, that's what's up. We will see you on uh, Thursday show. And as always, say, when I end every Show, be excellent to each other. You've never said that. Yeah, but I think I might. <laughs> Bill and Ted, they nailed that with that one. All right, have a good day, everybody. Get your, get your Bobby
1: bones on.